morning, church. Boy, am I excited to be here this morning. This morning is a special day for me and for many of our families here today. Today we celebrate and we honor new life, new birth, and family. But before we do that, I have a, I have a word for you this morning. I'd like to share with you a little bit about my family. Maybe. There we go. This is my family. <clears throat> Circa 2006, give or take. The uh, handsome young man on the far left would be me. Uh, my mom, my dad, my older sister, and my two younger brothers. And to my sister who is watching on live stream, yes, that picture is there for the whole world to see. <laughs> she didn't know that was happening, and I'm sure grandma's having a good laugh with her at the moment. So my family uh, was your pretty typical family in the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, sometime after... One of my younger brothers was born. My mom became a stay-at-home mom, and my dad worked uh, full-time. He was there in the mornings. Uh, sometimes he worked nights. It's, it's lots of different things in my memory of who was there and when they were there. Um, but, you know, dad was always home to uh, play baseball. We played baseball a lot. Uh, he coached every team that I ever had. Uh, mom was the best team mom you could ever ask for. She was organized. If your kid was on the team, you had a roster, and you knew when your snack schedule was, and you had everything you could ever want from mom. And that was my, my memory of my childhood. My other brothers did different things. My sister did dance. Um, my middle brother played hockey. My youngest brother did band and all, sorts of diff all these different things. And we were a pretty normal American family. A normal American family today may or may not attend church, but back then, everybody I knew attended church. Everybody I went to school with, I went to, I went to church with half of the kids in my class, it felt like, um, and the local high schools and youth group, we had, I think, 22 different high schools represented in my local youth group. At, you know, we were all together, and everything that I knew as a normal American family always included church. We've grown up a little bit since then, so this is us as of Christmas. Um, the little red-headed boy is now the big mustached man on the side. Uh, I've gotten married and had a couple kids, <laughs> and uh, my middle brother, he grew his hair out longer than any of the women in our family. So <laughs> we have grown up a little bit, and yet one thing that still connects us is my sister's watching me at church this morning. Uh, my brothers still attend when they can, and Mom is here in the audience today. Dad's getting his COVID vaccine. He couldn't make it this morning, so, but he's, he's getting vaccinated today, and that's a good thing. Family has been an incredibly important part of my journey. From the beginning to now, it, they've always been there. They've always been around. And then I went and got married and got another great family. My in-laws are as supportive as my parents. My, my brother-in-laws are... We hang out just as much as I hang out with my brothers, and they are incredibly encouraging to everything that I've done, uh, even to being on stage with you now. And family has been important through the years, all the way back to God's people. In Deuteronomy, God gives this command. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. 
Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on your door frames of your houses and your gates. The, the greatest command, Jesus later says, the greatest command in all the law and all the prophets is this, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is the greatest thing that Jesus could ever come up with from the Old Testament was this first set of verses here. And following that first set of verses is family. Impress them upon your children. Talk about them when you're sitting down, when you're lying down, when you're walking. Anything that you're doing, tie them to your hands. Bind them on your foreheads. Teach your children to love God. That is the key to family. And have, have, have any of you ever heard of a tefillin? Sounds like a funny word. It's a Jewish word. This is a tefillin. These are small leather boxes filled with scrolls or parchments of Old Testament scripture, usually from the Torah, sometimes from Deuteronomy. And the Jewish people literally tied these upon, the, upon their hands. They binded them to their foreheads. I have a, a very vivid memory of an of a Old Testament class I took in college where one of my professors explained this to us. And he had a set of these boxes. And he wrapped them, and it's a long wrap. You can see it on this, on this kid's arm here. It's a long wrap. It goes all the way up the arm in, into the bicep, and then it wraps around your forehead multiple times so that it's tied there. And it's not that Scripture is on your mind and on your heart. It is literally shown on your sleeve. God's Word is available to you for prayer, for when you talk to your children. And this young lad is probably, you know, 13 to 18, somewhere in that range, and they, they literally tied scripture to themselves that it was shown on their sleeve. That is how important family was. When we go back to scripture, they impressed them upon their children. You talk about it. You talk about God. You talk about how much you love God and how much your children should love God. And it was important that you as parents talked about this with your children. Scripture talks about children a lot. It mentions the family in many different ways. So we have a bunch of different verses here. It says, your wife will be, uh, Psalm 128.3, your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Psalm 127.3-5, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live in the land, long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 6, 17 and 18, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. God the Father, the, the greatest image of family is our God, and no man in here ever thinks they will measure up to God himself as, as dad. But boy, is it our job to try. It is our job to teach 
our children to impress upon them to love the Lord our God. And while I try and I do my best, even I make mistakes, even I misstep, and even though I want to say we read our Bible every night before bed, we don't. It, it just doesn't happen sometimes. And my kids are young. I have time to attempt and to do these things as best I can. And when they are young, like the children we will see here shortly, when they are babies, when we can offer blessing as families, but not just our, our immediate family, but our church family, it is this blessing, it is this encouragement from one another that we can help raise up children in the way of the Lord. That you can encourage parents whose job it is to raise up children that love God. And that is why I'm so excited today, and uh, I, you may not be as passionate as I am about this, but I, I can feel it. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm a little shaky this morning. I'm sorry if I'm talking too fast. I have a passion for the family. It is so important that the family teaches their children about God. It's so important that God said to tie it upon your hands and bind it upon your forehead. It is so important that the parents teach their children about God because the parents are the number one influencer. And we have God the Father here with us today. He's in our presence, and, and we will ask his blessing upon some children. And here in a moment, while we honor the family today, one of our shepherds, Scott Cox, is going to come up, and he's going to offer words of encouragement and blessing over our new babies. We have had 11 new babies since January of 2020, and some of you may have never seen any of them. They've been at home, they've been quarantined, and you may have had no idea that our congregation has had 11 brand new babies. That's almost one a month, guys. We're, <laughs> we've got all of these babies, and it, they're joining us in person and virtually. We have some videos of some of our families that couldn't make it today. And what we're going to do now is we're going to sing a song. We're going to sing the Shema, and we are going to relish in God's word as we prepare to bless our new babies. Morning, church. This morning, we want to celebrate the babies that were born in the past year. We want to take this opportunity to pour blessings on them and to commit to raising them as followers of Jesus. The goal of our children's ministry is to connect kids to Jesus with an authentic faith. And there is no better way to do that than through their parents. Vince has read this passage once today, but it's so important that I want to read it again. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Parents have the most direct influence in the upbringing and faith development 
of their children. While Vince and our children's ministry volunteers get to spend roughly 40 hours per year with our children, you as nurturing parents get much closer to 3,000 influential hours with your kids. Parents have the most opportunity to help a child choose to follow Christ. It is your influence, along with the ministers and mentors in your child's life, that will eventually lead them to Christ. We want to ask God to bless these families, and it is our job to walk alongside them. So at this time, let me introduce our newest babies. We have uh, three families that are joining us virtually, so we'll see some videos. And while we're doing that, I'm going to ask our families that are here this morning if you'll come and join me on the platform at this time. Let's watch the videos. So children truly are a blessing from God. And so parents, I now have three questions that I want to ask you. And if you agree, please respond to each question. We will. Will you commit to raising your child to be a child of God? Will you show your child how to love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength? And will you make your family and your home a place of faith, hope, and love? Church family. If you're able, would you please stand? It is our job as the cloud of witnesses to encourage these parents and build relationships with these kids as they grow. If you accept this role, please respond to the following questions. We will. So church, will you commit to walking alongside these families as they raise their children? Will you support these parents as they nurture their children in God's love and grace? Will you be the cloud of witnesses these families need on their faith journey? And church, do you also seek God's blessing for these children today? Thank you. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. This is the start of their path, and we pray that they never stray from it. We will now put the name of the Lord on these children, just as Aaron did for the Israelites. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. The children's ministry is providing a gift for each family, a first Bible, a parenting resource book, and a Belton Kids onesie. And you, can, you can find the bag uh, with your name on it as you return to your seats following the prayer. So at this time, let's go to God in prayer. <clears throat> Father God, we thank you for the gift of these, these new babies. 
Father, children truly are a blessing and a gift from you. Father, for these parents, we pray for the leading of your spirit as they raise their children. Give them wisdom, discernment, patience, and the heart to raise their children in the training and instruction of the Lord. Help these children come to know you. As they grow and mature, Father, help them to gain knowledge and understanding, to develop trusting faith, and to have hearts to be devoted followers of Jesus. Father, as a church family, help us to encourage and support these parents and their kids as we walk alongside them. Thank you again for the gift of these children. In Jesus' name, amen.